This is Listen Here Now, Serious Library News Podcast, the podcast for the Pendleton Public Library. If you like what you hear, please be sure to like and subscribe. Today we're talking to Maura about where she finds her next good read and a little bit about her reader's advisory techniques. Any show notes you will find in the description of this episode. That's where we're going to put our links. Good morning, Laura. Good morning, Heather, on this lovely snowy day. I came in special just to do this. Excellent. (laughs) Okay, Laura, what is your job at the library? I am the circulation supervisor, which means I'm in charge of the front desk, the place where you would go to check out your books, ask questions about your finds, um shelvers check in with me so kind of keep the front desk squeaky i like that squeaky is exactly the word and uh how long have you been at at the library because you've been been the library for 10 years this october and i've done four different jobs um everything from shelving to a part-time front desk clerk to my current job as circulation supervisor. So 10, 10 total years here at the library. And uh, what is it that we are going to talk about today? Well, I love recommending books and I also love finding new books for myself. And I found a couple great places this past year to um, find out about books that I hadn't heard about through the grapevine or through word of mouth so I wanted to share them with everybody we are always available for readers advisory so if you're not into looking at lists just give us a call and we'll always help you at the at the reference desk at the library too and Mora is the person that I hear most often people say oh Mora suggests the best books I like what the things that Mora picks out and readers advisory really is a challenge for a lot of uh, library staff. People in all in all sectors of library work are asked to recommend books, just even on, in our private life. And we always find it challenging because most of us read what we like, just like just like people do. <laughs> even though we're librarians and uh, we find it difficult to change gears and suggest to people. Um, things that they would like. So let's start off with your techniques for Reader's Advisory. Uh, How do you recommend a book to a person? First of all, thanks for the compliment. I really enjoyed doing Reader's Advisory. Um, A couple things that I think are helpful to me. One is I read in a wide range of genres. I read kind of serious literature and stuff just for fun and nonfiction and science fiction. So that gives me a little bit of a, like a taste of a lot of different things. Um, Sometimes I will go by what they've liked in the past and then just try to stretch it a little bit so that they're finding something new. So say somebody really loves mysteries and they're, they're only reading in the mystery genre, I know of a lot of books in the fiction section that will have that same tone or that same feel to give you the same satisfaction. So um, 
kind of trying to figure out what it is that the people like about what they've already read and then trying to bump them a little, find something that they might not have found on their own that'll still give them that same equality. The, uh, the person that librarians turn to most for an example of Goodreader's Advisory is Nancy Pearl from Seattle. And she does, uh, she outlines to you how she does it. Uh, and a lot of it is just asking a lot of questions like, well, did you like the time period? Did you like the suspense? Did you like how, you know, the language was what you enjoyed or... So, some people really enjoyed the escape, the feeling of a totally unrealistic escape from their real life. Some people just enjoy the actual formula. So they like a mystery that follows a predictable formula, and that is comforting and enjoyable to them. So yeah, you have to find out what, what is it that they like about the books they're reading. And formula is a good point. There's no, absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying a formula and figuring out what it is and then you know, your mind is kind of doing a puzzle and you're doing it along with the book. It's like having a guided session, which I think is great. I think if you can find one that satisfies you mentally, then that's what you should do. You should definitely read books like that. Um, also, you read a lot of current books, which I don't. I rarely read anything current. I only read current things when Maura tells me to. <laughs> because I'm so well, she's, you can trust her advice on these matters. So where do you find these? So, um, I will listen in on any conversation about somebody saying they loved a book. I'll be, you know, at the other side of the front desk, and if I hear someone say, oh, this book was great, I'll just always tune up my ears. So word of mouth is always best. Um, a couple of websites that I've started using, really I started using them for work and then I started personally finding a lot of great reads there too. Um, do you want me to start going into my... Yes, please. And these will all be links that you can find in the description of this episode so you can set it up yourself too. So most people are already familiar with the New York Times and that's a, be that's a bestseller list. You know, it's interesting, but that's not where I usually find something that surprises me or is new to me. Um, Goodreads is another site a lot of people use, and that requires a simple um, login membership. That's another great place if you have friends and you want to see what they're reading or um, find books that are like the books you like. Um, a couple that you might not have heard about, um, the first one is called Library Reads, and they put out a list at the a little bit before the beginning of each month of like nine or ten books that will be published in the coming month that are recommended by librarians. So librarians all over the country send in their reviews or their recommendations and I think about nine or ten of them get picked each month and they have a very attractive, you can print it out um, with the titles, little descriptions, and it also usually includes a read-alike so it'll list some other popular titles so it's good if you're like oh I know this patron or I know my mom or I enjoyed this book then this one that I've never heard of might be good for them and they also have an uh, archive so you can go back and read past months too the one frustrating thing is if you see something great on the newest issue of 
library reads, it's likely not available at your library yet because they, they put it out a little preemptively. So you might want to check the previous month when you're looking for what's available at the library. And we have set up some displays using that as an inspiration where we have printed it out and then we have the books that we own alongside the printout so that people can see these are recommended by. And we, we do tend to have quite a lot of those available right here and even more through the interlibrary loan program. So if there's something you see on there you want, we can likely track it down for you. Um, another uh, resource that I like is in our online resources from our website and it's called book and author database and it has a lot of information there you can search an author you can search a title but the thing that I enjoy about it that's unique I think is the lists and so there is book lists that are based on awards like all different kinds of awards awards you've never heard of so if you're looking for a certain type of book um, that's a fun place to look. If you're looking for award-winning children's books, that's another good place to look. And it has, you know, the winner and sometimes even the, um, the list, the short list for uh, many, many, many awards. Um, the most popular ones and ones I've never, ever heard of that are very specific. So that's a fun place to look if you're looking for a list of books. Um, and then my favorite... My favorite new resource for finding new books is called the NPR Book Concierge. And there are a bunch of things I like about this resource. One, I'm just a sucker for end of the year lists and they put it out at the end of the year. <laughs> but what makes it different is it's not like the 10 best books. It's kind of a large database of books that have gotten good recommendations by you know, different different people so it's not all one person's choice and it's a fun search because they have pictures of the, the covers and no matter what people say about how the cover doesn't matter a nice book cover really will draw me in and yeah so it's nice to see the pictures and it also helps me relate to oh I've seen that here at the library um, and then you can sort them by a, a list of criteria that are not simply genre based but there are there's a section for short reads there's a section for just great writing which will give you what you know these reviewers thought were books with the best writing of the year in all the different genres everything from children's to YA to sci-fi to nonfiction mystery everything and you can combine different criteria too to get a list that combines those things and then you can also uh, choose the year. So they go back to 2013. And so say you're like, I want to read the best sci-fi books of the past 10 years. You can go in there, choose sci-fi. You can even choose another category like great writing if you want to narrow it down and go back from 2013 to 2020. And it's just a fun, fun place to see the covers, which yep. I love, sort by all kinds of different criteria, and um, then when you click on the covers, you'll go to a little description and, and uh, links to other reviews of that book, so you can dig deeper if you want to. So that's, that's a resource I've had a lot of fun with at the end of each year the last few years. I, it's an actually helpful resource. 
to things like um, suggestions for purchase. So sometimes we have to do suggestions for purchase. And it's a great way to pick out stuff that's new that we don't have yet that, you know, was popular already. Just to flesh out. Yeah. And just an, a little shout out to our reading program that's going on, which is um, the winter virtual getaway. I use the category of uh, tales from other lands and things like that to, to help pull books for the virtual getaway that we're running right now through March, I believe. Yes. Um, the day before the spring equinox, we decided it would go through then so it could be give everybody time to fill out a reading passport. Your book log this time looks like a little passport and you just write down the books that you have read. You can have more reading passports if you want them. You turn them in when they're full or, you know, at the end of the time, even if they're not full, turn them in uh, and we will draw for three big prizes. And I think that that is our program for today. We are right at 14 minutes. That's a good time. Thank you for seeing us today. And we will see you at the front desk.